Hey guys, it's Marcus Jersey and Crystal Blagg with No One Again here today to interview Jessie Ferguson. I know her as Jessie. I think she goes by Jessica now because she's an adult and everything. <laughs> I grew up with Jessie. She was really good friends with my sister, Crystal. And uh, I've known you for a long time and uh, I didn't see you for a long time. And now you're back in Nowata and you're a leadership. Uh, what, what, what would be your your actual title? I'm the ICAP coordinator, which is the individual career academic planning. Um, and that sounds uh, really fancy. Yeah. So <laughs> it sounds fancy. <laughs> um, what I do basically is, um, I help the uh, kids realize kind of, we do like some assessments and figure out what they would want to do, what their interests are, where their strong points are, what they might want to do with their future. And it kind of starts in middle school as a, um, a gradual, exploration type thing with careers and then as we get as they get a so little we're older, developing leaders yeah we are we're very working cool. on it starting early awesome. and then um they get to kind of explore different careers and then um, when they get to high school they actually um have like a a plan an education plan to where they're taking classes that will help them towards their career goals very nice um so whether that be tri-county tech or you know if you are going to go into something with healthcare, you need to probably be in a lot of science and math classes um and that's kind of what they do then um, when they're junior or senior they are uh, to do like internships i'm setting up internships for them fantastic and mentorships and job shadowing um roles and that's kind of that's my job very yes. cool we'll go into more depth when we get back mission is to promote strategies and policies which ensure improved health for all citizens of Nowata County. Very cool. So here at Nowata Can, CAN stands for Community Advancement Network. And I was in conversation with some community leaders and they were talking about the next generation of leaders. And in a lot of organizations around town, there's people that have been in that leadership role for a long time. And they're looking for fresh blood. They're looking for new people to take over, pass the baton, because some of them have been doing it for a long time. And uh, the energy is just, you know, I've been doing it for 50 years. It's time for somebody else to pick it up. And somebody said, you know, this is, this is just the truth. Somebody said this to me. They said, we have not been great at developing leaders in the past, and we need to get back to that. And I thought of you immediately whenever uh, we talked about it. I was like, oh, I know somebody that's actually doing that. So that's awesome. And, uh, you know, somebody that's been doing it for 50 years and then is in the technology of 2022, you know, that maybe is used to handwriting things versus using Excel sheets and stuff like that. There's a there's a, just a different way of going about things. And uh, so you were talking about internships. You were talking about uh, mentorships. Tell us more about that, because these kids, if we invest in them, they're going to be able to take care of us going forward. Right. Um, the reason why it, it, internships are so important, um, they can decide what whether they like something or not now. You know, right. if they think that they want to be a welder and they go and they job shadow or they see what welding is, they may it may take them a couple of hours and they're like, I don't want to do this. I don't, Absolutely. I don't like it. And otherwise they're going to waste a bunch of time and, you know, they have it set in their head. This is what I want to do. And they have no real world experience. They haven't talked to it. They haven't seen it, touched it, and they can't be what they don't see. So they have to be able to see these things in order to 
become whatever they need to do. So what what did you think you wanted to be? And then you ended up getting. I'm 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 assuming everybody's been through that. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get a chance to like explore that and see if that was no. anything you wanted to do? No. See that that's such a uh, important thing. My dad told I wanted to be a landscape architect. Whenever I was in junior high, I took like an aptitude test, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a clue of what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to be a baseball player. Well, that didn't work out, <laughs> and so uh, I, I took an aptitude test or something like that. And I was like, oh, landscape architecture. I like to draw. I like uh, landscapes. I like green gardens and I want to design golf courses that sounds amazing and my dad said well you better make sure that you like doing something like that why don't you go work for a golf course work on the golf course see what it takes to do that kind of stuff and I did now being a landscape architect and actually working on a ground a grounds crew and stuff like that isn't exactly the same but I did have that experience I kind of got exposed to it I knew what the culture of a golf course was and I went to school and I realized I don't want to be a landscape architect (laughs) But I'm glad that I had that experience because I knew then what I didn't want to do. And, uh, you know, kids will sometimes ask in school, why do I need to learn this? Why do I need to learn this? I'll never use this. In some cases, it's true. I mean, I get that. But if you get them interested in something like science, then that other stuff comes a lot easier because I love science and what I can do with this science. I want to do this kind of thing going forward. Then it's a lot easier for them to learn. Right. But if you tell me I got to learn something like taxes, I have to learn my taxes every year, like relearn the whole process every single year. Cause I don't want to do it. But if I was interested in it and make it a lot easier. So do you see kids going through your program? Do you see them being more successful in certain areas in their academics because they've had that exposure? Um, yes, I think that, um, the way I start it is they will take like a series of assessments that probably two or three. And it basically tells them like what their interests are, what their weaknesses are, what their values are, because they also have to value their life values. The things they value in life have to go along with their career goals. Absolutely. You know, if they want to be a pipeline welder, but they want to be with their family every night. Well, that's not, you know, they, and they have mm-hmm. to think about these things. And I think that once that they um, explore different things and they get it in their head, this is what I want to do. I love this. I've tried it. You know, I, I want, this is what I want to do. Then they're a little bit more successful in other classes or they at least are more interested. I right. had a couple of girls that did a job shadow in the ER at the Noah hospital. Oh, wow. And I thought, Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know <laughs> if you're really going to, you know, cause they're high school. Might girls. as well you figure never, it out now. You never know what's going to happen. So they absolutely loved it. Like wow. they loved it. And now they are dead set on nursing and, um, you know, it seems they come in and they ask a lot of questions about what's next. And then, um, what I can't answer, what I can't answer, I send to Sherry Wilson because she's great at the college stuff. That's what she does. She is the counselor. So, um, I mean, that that has been a little bit. I feel like they're a little bit more motivated. I guess. Right. Yeah, right. That's what that was actually going to be my mm-hmm. next question. Right. If nothing else, at least their motivation. Why Why do we do anything? We do it because there's some kind of payout or there's some kind of return on investment. And I love my job, but I never knew that I'd be working in something like this. And I'm glad I am. But it took me a long time developing transferable skills in other jobs that I've had that actually make me good at what I'm doing now. And uh, if somebody like you, well, we had some we had some people growing up that were really good. Miss Fry, you remember Sandy yes, Fry? I do. Oh my gosh, she was amazing. Uh, I could go on and on, but I'd leave somebody out and feel bad. But uh, having that mentorship 
getting somebody involved in that can expose you to. I had guys that taught me how to work on cars and, um, I didn't get to go to tri County tech because I was planning on going to college and I, I missed out on going to do auto body and stuff, which I might've liked too. Um, my question is how can businesses get involved with your program? You need local. Ooh. I do. I need local businesses, um, to host interns. I need like, if you're a vet officer, a pharmacy, or um, a bank, or a law office, I mean, really anything. Um, if I have kids that are interested in law or something, they can come and do an internship. You can show them kind of what your career is, what your job is, what you do on a daily basis. This is what it looks like. Because they need like the real world snapshot Absolutely. of it to see what yes. it's like. And so from Got there, <laughs> right. And from there, they can decide what they want to do moving forward. However, I have to have those places to place them. And... I, I've structured it a little differently this year. I've had to because I feel like matching them up is working. However, I want to have a list of local businesses and I want the kids to apply for these positions so the businesses also have a say-so in who their intern's going to be. So they want to do a resume. We just did a, um, the junior, Mrs. Sanchez, did a, a project with them where they had to do their um they had to come up with a resume and she did job applications and went through the whole process and that's about good dressing. Fun to learn how to so, interview. Right. And they did. So they had to show up and part of their grade was the way they dressed. And even if you tried, even yeah. if they tried mm -hmm. and it was not, then that, you know, mm -hmm. you get credit for that yeah. because you at least tried. And then we had, um, the, uh, Noada community foundation. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. I was like, I think I said that right. Uh, they came up and we had four members come and do mock interviews oh, awesome. last Thursday. So we did those. And the reason why we structured it that way is Conoco Phillips has an internship mm -hmm. program and we had, um, it, the resumes were due on the 25th. So we had several kids, probably 10 or 12 kids that in, that applied That's for awesome. it. And we got three kids that have interviews. Wow. So we That's have, huge. yeah. So we have three kids that have, um, the interview for the ConocoPhillips internships and they have several spots. So. That is awesome. So what would the internships look like for a local business? Say the law office okay. wants to do that. Um, that what like? they would do is they'll fill out a paper that basically states um, what their expectation is, um, whether they're allowed to or whether they're able to pay them or not, or give the school, school some kind of a stipend for it or not. They can do, they don't get paid for internships. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the time. So, um, they will have it will be a very clear description of what their what their tasks will be they will be evaluated the students will be evaluated based on you know their performance are they showing up to work on time are they you know the way that they're dressed are they dressed the way that they're supposed to be at your place of employment um, are they being respectful there's a whole list of things there's also like a parental consent so it's like a parent involvement as well so um, there, there's a lot of involvement with it. Um, there's a lot of expectations of them to go into somebody's place of business and to, be, to conduct themselves. So we have it, like I have all of our little packets for businesses that would want to do it. And this so is that, through like certain months, just through um, the summer? It, typically, um, the internship is from August to May. Okay, through the school yeah. year. So okay. it'll be through the school year. So it'll be like an hour during the day they can okay. go and this student, they get credit for it. It's the class is class. internship and okay. it's an elective. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I thought of uh, our buddy Wyatt Lively down oh, yeah. at City Drug, and he was we've we've used him as an example before as uh, some of the the 
go-getter educated kiddos that, you know, right. they go out to the world and they go to college or they go get their trade and they just don't come back and we lose some of our leaders because they go to big fancy cities or whatever. And uh, Wyatt, you know, went and got his pharmacy license or whatever de- degree, doctorate, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came back and he was a, a intern for, for, for Wayne. Yeah. And here he is. Right. We don't have a yeah. lot of that of our generation here doing things because um, a lot of them have went to the wind. And I, I can only think of like two people from my class that I even hang out with anymore. Well, Miss Wilson and I are starting to try to get into a lot more of the leadership stuff. We have three or four kids that are going to the Hobie Leadership Conference mm-hmm. this summer mm-hmm. at UCO, which is a big deal. Um, we were fortunate enough to have someone fund that so they could go because it's pretty expensive for each kid to go but it's so worth it they get to stay on and i think it's important for them to stay on a college campus go stay on a college campus build that confidence stay in a dorm see what the life is like around a campus and build the confidence to think that they can actually go and do that and then they bring that back and i think that they're able to be good influences for other students Um, do they is anybody going to boy state or girl state my dad always wanted me to do that and we didn't have it that year or somebody didn't send us or something we have one girl this year that I think is going to be able to go to girl state but that's nice. another thing and my that's my goal is to start getting us to where we have kids that go to girl state and boy state because that's such a you just really don't realize the things that you take away from that and another thing I used to always go page for the senate I think you page crystal that's and where I, I was going for, yeah yeah mm-hmm. crystal and I paged for the senate and I went through that paperwork the other day and I want them to I mean, it's probably too late this year, but next year I want us to have kids that go and page for the Senate because I think that that is such a great opportunity for them. Crystal's son did and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he's it just done it two years. Yeah, so and he it just, loved it. He got to, yes. go, he got to go two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And the so confidence jealous. that that builds. And then just for kids that they may not get to go to Oklahoma City and stay for a week and ever see the Capitol building or the memorial or any of the things that they go there and see, I think that they get to touch it, see it, feel it, and they can – you know, yeah. get experienced. I, so my, my quick story was my dad was like, Oh, I went to Boys state. You mm-hmm. really love doing this. I had been on a college camp. I went to OSU for a baseball camp. So mm-hmm. I got to stay in dorms. My daughter's 13 and she's big into choir. She made all state choir. She got to go stay in a hotel in Oklahoma city. And then she's going to go to this other deal where she's going to stay on a college campus. And she's, gonna, she's 13 and she's going to get to see this. And my dad was pushing Boys state. And well, I didn't, no, so I went and I talked to Miss Fry, and Miss Fry's like, "Well, I don't know that anybody's doing Boy State or something, but you would be great for uh, Senate paging." She's like, "I can get you hooked up with us." I, like, I don't know what that is. I had no idea what it was, zero. And she tried to explain it to me. My little brain couldn't process it. And I got down there. I had no idea about politics. I mean, I read a government book, but I got there and I was there during Right to Work. Do you remember how mm-hmm. crazy that was? And I went in. And I got to go into a subcommittee on right to work before it was uh, approved to go to the the floor. And oh my gosh, I learned so much. I came out of, of Senate paging loving and being super interested in politics where I never knew that I would ever done it. I had no idea. I didn't know what a page was. And I'm like, I'm an errand boy. Mm-hmm. And somebody like me that was just going completely blank slate, going down and learning something uh I don't stay very political now, but at the time I thought, man, I want to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they never know what exposure to, to new things that they may stumble on and may fall in love with. Right. Sometimes we got to nudge the kids a little bit. And paging for the Senate for people that don't know what it is. Um, basically you're in like a little line up 
you know, at the Capitol building and the you're phone an rings, Aaron. You're, you're an Aaron runner. Yeah, you run And errands. you you have to kind of like develop that confidence of like, okay, I they told me where this was at. I've got to go get this and go get this. And it's, I mean, as silly as that sounds, they a lot of teenagers don't have a lot of experience with that. And I remember being a little bit nervous. And then by the Thursday, I was like, okay, I got this. Yeah. You know oh, where that's man. at. You know, and it just, it gives you con- the confidence that that gives you. And then to, you know, you get to do like a mock bill and you get to go to the governor's mansion and you get to see a lot of really cool things. And it was just fun. We absolutely loved it. We had so much fun. So it, that's I think it changed, I, I think it changed my personality. Like seriously, my confidence of, yeah, I'm, I know this state capitol building. I know where the third floor is. I know how to do this. I, I, yeah, I know Senator Jen Imhoff. I know. <laughs> it's right. like I'm hobnobbing with these guys I see on TV. It was amazing. So, anyways. Yeah, it was a great experience. But I, I want us to get back as a school in Noada. We need to start doing those things again. Absolutely. Um, and so that's me and Miss Wilson. We kind of have a, a little vision we've been talking about. And Fantastic. Working with the, the leadership roles. That's great on those kids' resumes. For scholarships or yes, tech or wherever they're going. Yes, so. it is. Absolutely. So how do people get in contact with you about wanting to to have an intern? Okay, um, they can email me at jferguson at mpsok.org or they can call me 918-559-9010. They can call my phone. Um, they can, I have a packet that I can give them that kind of explains what we're doing, why we're doing it. And then they can tell me a little bit more about what, what kind of a business that they run, what um, you know career cluster would that be involved in so that I can place them a little easier um, when they apply. And it just kind of gives me an idea of what their business is like, what they're looking for, what they do. So um, there's a little packet that I give them so that we can make sure that we kind of match it up that way. So that's the first step. Absolutely. That's awesome. Very cool. Yes. So hopefully we can get you some businesses. I know. They'll watch this and want to sign up. Our kids need it. We absolutely do. Yeah. Well, Jesse, we're... What? How long? You're how long? like 18 minutes. Hey, it's a good time. That's a good time. <laughs> Is there anything else that you know? Would you repeat your email address? Yes, J, just in case. J Ferguson at mpsok.org. Okay. F e r g e s o n. No, F e r g u s o n. Pause it. Rewind it. You'll hear me. <laughs> um, we'll try and remember to put that on the post when we post okay, it to great. Facebook. Yes. Um. Then is there anything else before we get off here? Nothing. It's just it's essential that people step up. We really need people in the community to step up and to see the value in this and to um, take interest and take some pride in some of our youth because they're going to, they have to have this. They need the experience. They need the work experience so that they can go on and be successful in life. And uh, having experience, figuring out what they want to do with their future is just, it's very important and we just need help with that. So I need, I need some people to host my interns. I think it's such a boost in confidence whenever you are exposed to something you think you're interested in then you're much more willing to listen to the boring stuff yes you know uh writing grants and um filling out paperwork and running grant stuff it does not sound that attractive Mm -hmm. but we're very passionate about here we wouldn't be doing the jobs we were doing if we didn't believe in the drug and alcohol prevention and the opioid prevention and the tobacco and nutrition and physical activity stuff, if we didn't believe that that was a very valuable thing to this community, 
I promise you, I wouldn't be sitting behind that desk doing the type of paperwork because it bores me out of my mind, but the end result is this. And that's kind of like, why do I got to... You remember the whole thing whenever we were learning to read analog clocks, and then we're like, we're, those, there's digital clocks right there. Like, why, why, why do I need to learn an analog clock? It's like, this is much easier. But you still got to know it yes. because it is a, it's a valuable skill. And if you know why it applies, then you're much more likely to go, oh, because now that I know this type of math, I can build rockets. Right. You know, I can make cool thing. you know, that kind of thing. So, very cool. All right. Well, that has been Jesse Ferguson with a leadership group. And we've been playing around with ideas of what we can do uh, to help with that leadership group because it's very much part of uh, our youth is our future and very much tied into what our grants can potentially do with youth leadership group. So, we're going to continue exploring whenever we get some more information. We'll We'll have Jesse back in and we'll tell tell you guys a little bit more about our plans that we've got. So okay. thank you so much for being no here. Crystal, anything me. else? I think that's it. All righty. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Trista, take us to our outro. I'm pointing at that. Mm-hmm.